0: Hey everyone, I'm Scott Cunningham aka okay, Scottsy Business and today we're here with Paul Pway, who is the CEO and co-founder of Edge. And uh, if you'd just like to introduce yourself, that'd be really awesome.
1: Uh, thanks for having me, Scott. Yes, as you had mentioned, my name is Paul Pway, CEO and co-founder of Edge. Um, long time kind of technical guy, uh, used to work in Silicon Valley for NVIDIA back when they weren't a mining company, you know, at least considered a mining company mm-hmm. in the cryptocurrency space when graphics was their uh, only thing that they had done. And yep. discovered Bitcoin crypto back in 2013, and have been building ever since, wanting to bring much better usability and a more frictionless experience to wallets and exchanges, while still letting people fully control their money.
0: Awesome, awesome, and uh, yeah. So I met your team at uh, at Futurist, and mm-hmm. um, and then we sort of collaborated and uh, got this set up, which is awesome. And uh, I know you're really, really busy. So, so how busy is your day now on average? Like, what does your day look like on a day-to-day basis as the uh, CEO?
1: God, so uh, I alternate my days between a heavy meeting day for internal meetings within the company with you know uh, folks in engineering, with marketing and business development, um, and QA and support to meetings that are very heavy for external uh, contacts within the company. So, business development uh, partner companies, partner influencers. Um, integration partners, you name it, anything that's kind of external to the company. And then I have heavy days where I'm just like on email and communication on Slack, Telegram, all the different hundreds of communication channels that we have nowadays for communicating both internally and externally. I'm just back and Mm -hmm. forth on that. So that's kind of my rotation in the week where it's, you know, heavy meetings, internal, heavy meetings, external. And then, and then some days where I'm just heavy communication external to the company Um, with of course overlap here and there. And then on Fridays, we do a live Q&A where people can go and ask questions of the company. We also answer questions that, and cover some of the, the latest topics that people are talking about in the crypto space. We do that every every Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific.
0: Awesome. Well, um, for people who don't know what Edge is, uh, could you give a little bit of an introduction? Got it, got
1: it. So Edge is a non-custodial exchange and wallet. And it was founded back in 2014, originally as AirBits, and that was the name of the company as well as the name of the app. Um, AirBits allowed people to simply send and receive Bitcoin. It had a built-in merchant directory, It was really focused around payments, allowing people to and motivating people to spend crypto and use crypto in the real world. Um, its main differentiator was its key management architecture. It allowed people to fully hold and control their own private keys but without ever having to see 24 words or a string of random letters and numbers that they had to write down or a file that they had to back up. Or if you remember even the early days where you had to, um, print a PDF from your phone and save that PDF, like all of those processes for uh, key management were invisible and edge, just create an account and log in yet. You never gave up personal information. You never gave up access to your funds. Uh, you could super easily enable two factor and even enable password recovery. So all of that was folded into AirBits. And now we've, I
0: don't want to really
1: call it pivoted, but we've shifted the focus of our app and launched a completely new app now called Edge, which is a non-custodial exchange. We took all that functionality of key management, made it multi-asset. So now we have support for the top 10 cryptocurrencies, um, as well as most of the top 20 cryptocurrencies by market cap and a bunch of tokens, Ether, Monero, XRP, you know, Stellar, and, and the like. And allow people to buy, sell and trade both crypto to crypto, as well as from fiat to crypto, crypto to fiat. And we partner with right now 16 different backend exchange partners to facilitate that um, all around the world, covering different regions for different currencies and different payment mechanisms. So it is a really rich functional exchange all in your pocket
0: awesome yeah and um i remember signing up it was very very easy you know compared to you know some processes very challenging but uh but yeah you guys made it a very smooth process and i think that's one of the really big things to be focused on right now um to, to just to really get mass adoption we need it to be as easy as possible and almost Where people are unaware of the really technical aspects, not not that they don't know about them, but that they don't have to worry about them per se. Um, Exactly. So, yeah. So, so what gave you the idea to start this, or or like where where did the motivation come for this?
1: You know, I remember I was, uh, I still am. You know, one of the organizers of the Bitcoin cryptocurrency meetup here in San Diego, and as crypto was ramping up in 2013, I was giving a presentation on how to use an old desktop wallet that was known to be pretty secure. Um, and in the middle of that presentation, the entire process of setting up and signing a transaction and broadcasting, it was an offline wallet, um, I think it was called Armory, right, it was Armory at the time. And in the process of teaching people, I see people's eyes just get glazed over, like as if they d- they couldn't believe that they were going to have to do this to manage cryptocurrency. and. Almost in the middle of that presentation, I almost wanted to throw up my hand and say, you know, forget everything I just said. You know, we're gonna have to do something. I'll, I'll recommend something better for you guys, you know, in a few months. But I pushed through with it, finished the presentation, closed the laptop and said, this was terrible. And that was a turning point in me in saying, I think we could build something better. And I had a few ideas already inkling. And the ideas inkling were around some other products that inspired me. Uh, literally a password manager was part of the inspiration. Another tool that I had used, uh, BitTorrent Sync, now called Resilio Sync, was another piece of inspiration. It's the concept of encrypting data and then backing it up and synchronizing it. So Resilio synchronizes data, uh, Resilio Sync or BitTorrent Sync synchronizes data in an encrypted manner, password managers encrypt data, blobs of data for you with one password. And we said, I c- we can put this together and make it a part of the wallet. Many people were using those separate tools already but they were having to mm-hmm. put the keys into these files, which they'd put into the synchronization tool and or encrypt first and then put into these synchronization tools. And I said, let's package it all together into one application. <clears throat> and that was kind of the genesis of the idea of, you know, at the time Airbit's now Edge. And then we've pretty much been building since and have incorporated far more functionality than your average password manager, as, as I'd mentioned, you know, including 2FA and password recovery, pin log and biometric, all the stuff that. You know, you see now in our application.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and and how long was that process? So we had
1: let's see, launched the company back in January 2014, but didn't okay, get to wow, didn't so. launch the app. Didn't launch the app, uh, on, at least the wallet portion of the app, not until very late uh, 2014, early 2015, like November, December, January is when it really started. You know, kind of getting gaining traction. We did, as I'd mentioned, we were very focused on payments at the time when we were still Airbit, so we had the Merchant Directory. We actually launched the Merchant Directory both on web and on mobile in March and April of 2014. And it was kind of our way to get a foot in the door, get an app into the hands of people already, and people loved it, um, and then activate the wallet functionality after the fact. So while yeah. the, the wallet was the first thing in my mind, the the Merchant Directory was also was very easy to build, and I felt like that industry could use it, although, Now, in retrospect, it's it's too early for that. At the time, we felt like the industry could use it, so we built that fairly quick and deployed it out into the wild and got into the you know got into people's hands and then activated the wallet after the fact. So uh, Airbus is running since uh, about early 2015, and we switched over to Edge during the course of 2016 and launched. I'm, I'm sorry, 2017, and then launched the app into full production in February of last year.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you guys have been around for, for quite some time. Um, yeah, so have that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so what are some of the next big updates for edge and like, what do you guys got going on in the works right now?
1: Got it. So we've, we've gone through a huge push of updates over the last quarter. Uh, the biggest focus has been integrating new backend exchange partners to give users more options to buy, sell and trade in different parts of the world. So you know, As an example, we launched a partner called Biddy inside of Edge that lets people in Europe buy, buy and sell Bitcoin up to $5,000 worth per day with absolutely no KYC. They don't have to enter an email, phone number, name, nothing. Um, just awesome. simply send a bank transfer, create an order for how much you want to buy, send a bank transfer to the exchange, and then out comes Bitcoin, shows up inside of the app. Um, alongside with support for Apple pay which you know you're in you're in Canada that was one of the first countries that we supported Apple pay and um, was another partner that we've got and we're now launching support for the UK so pretty soon in the next few weeks people in the UK will be able to use a native bank transfer method called faster payments which is super okay. popular there and they'll be able to buy and sell crypto through that that uh that partner that supports faster payments so as far as like major nuggets, the biggest focus right now is we, we did a heavy year of, of building out. Now it's really growth. And so we're rolling out referral programs, promotions. We've got a Black Friday Black Friday promotion rolling out this week where people can buy and sell Bitcoin in the U.S. Zero fees uh, for, from Black Friday through Cyber Monday. I know that's not like a thing necessarily over in, uh, in Canada. We should have Boxing Day actually, right? Correct me if I'm wrong
0: um yeah that's you know, uh, kind of like after stuff. but uh but we still we still like to jump in on the deals of course
1: like for us exactly it's it's available if it's available to you you don't have to walk into if you don't have to walk into the store you've got cyber monday deals but um yeah we'll do boxing Day. that's actually a good reminder we'll, we'll we'll do a deal for uh for boxing day but yeah i think it's it's mostly growth and promotion you're going to see coming out of us with really innovative um like coin days where we, we promo a specific coin and work with a lot of influencers and uh and create referral programs to get people engaged in Edge.
0: Awesome. And and how do you feel that Edge fits in with other exchanges, or how it's like uniquely different, and and what kind yeah. of differentiates?
1: God, so the biggest difference is that it's non-custodial. That in and of yeah. itself, that you just don't really see rich exchange functionality in a non-custodial manner. Um, and for the people that I think where it fits in, as far as the demographic of who who would use Edge it's not going to be your more frequent trader that needs to put in fancy order types, um, into the exchange, like, you know, market orders, limit orders and whatnot, they trade less frequently, but -hmm. they're obviously the person that does care about holding their own funds. And if you do care about holding your own funds, it's a real pain in the butt to trade, right? Even infrequently, like, you know, the price just went up 15% or went down 20% and I've got my funds on a software app on my phone or on hardware. How do I then go and take that and say, well, I want to hedge it into dollars or I want to I buy from the bank account. You've got to send that crypto or send your dollars into an exchange, potentially wait a few hours or days for it to be deposited and then create the trade and, and then, then wait for that to complete. And then because you care about holding your own funds, pull the money out. Yeah. And so if you look at the friction involved with both owning your funds and being able to do just even occasional trades, it's pretty high. I think that's what gets people to simply just say, screw it. I'll just leave it on the exchange or just simply hold it and kind of miss out on some opportunity that they may be interested in, like, you know, buying a dip and whatnot. And so we're targeting that exact demographic, not the frequent trader, someone who already has a full-time job doing something else, but they're keeping their eye on crypto. Maybe they go to the meetups, they'll learn about new project that they might want to put some money into um, and be able to do it easily while still holding their funds. So that's, that's what we've got built. Uh, I think we're, we're pretty much the only app that has this level of, of exchange functionality. Um, our crypto-to-crypto exchange searches across eight different exchanges, including several decentralized exchanges to get you the best price for the pair and the amount that you want to swap. Um, and mm. so it's unparalleled in that sense. And we just don't see this in the market at all. I mean, there's many apps that are called wallets, and people think that the wallet space is very um, very congested. But from the viewpoint of the functionality, exchange functionality that we've got, I think we're one of a kind.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's really important, especially for people who don't understand why you need to have like a wallet that isn't on the exchange, and you know all the differences exactly. for them. It's like it's like oh, well, I have to make all these different accounts, and I'm not even going to bother. So I think it's it's right. really important that you have like a a one stop one one place that they can go and do everything. Um, exactly. So,
1: From Exchange point of view, you're right. Yeah,
0: yep. yeah. So so where do you see Edge going in the next year and then in the next like five years? I know that's a, a long time frame, but in, in an ideal future.
1: No, we've got the five-year game plan set already, five, ten-year game plan. So in the next year, we're looking at adding what I'd call more advanced trading functionality. Think um, not so much limit orders, but notifications for limit orders. So since users control their funds, we can't engage a transaction for them without their permission. Mm. But we, one thing we can do is create notifications that let them know that an order that they want to do, um, a price target has been hit and make it a one tap operation for them to execute on that price target. So if they want to okay. sell into, sell Bitcoin to a stable coin because they think the price is kind of high, they get a notification, they tap, it goes in the app and boom, right? They basically sold into a stable coin or, or vice versa. So. Yeah creating or recreating a lot of the functionality you would get with a more centralized exchange such as also leverage so there are smart contracts now that are offering the ability to do leverage trading you want to get two three four five x leverage on bitcoin you can do that through an ethereum smart contract because you're not actually trading the actual coin you're just taking a bet on the price and someone else is taking the counter bet on that price and so Mm -hmm. you can use that you can basically do that with a smart contract and stable coins independent of the actual asset Um, and uh, we see this obviously is a really popular product in the centralized exchange space and we think this can become a very popular product in the more decentralized smart contract space making it both more accessible lower risk because you don't have a counterparty um, and just generally more more usable to more people around the world so that's some of the stuff that we'd like to incorporate in there as well over the next few months and years awesome you asked about the. You mentioned about the five-year plan. plan? Yeah. The fiber plan. Here's the thing that we didn't really touch on when I described Edge. So I, I mentioned how when we transitioned from AirBits to Edge, the big thing that we, the key takeaway we had was key management. So mm-hmm. we carried over the same architecture of key management from AirBits into Edge. But one of the things we did is we made it a module. We made it a, a software library that other apps can use. So now other apps can get the same experience as Edge so that their users don't have to create backup keys and write down words and whatnot. They just create an account and log in. And so Edge uses that SDK. It, Edge is actually two a two-part uh, two program. One is the SDK to create accounts and log in, encrypt accounts and wallets. And the other part's the rest of the app. You know, It shows your transactions, talks to blockchain networks and whatnot. Well, we're already deploying that SDK into partner applications. And what you're going to see over the next five years or so is other applications that have our SDK. And people can create an account in those apps. But to make it even cooler, and easier, and more frictionless, if you already have Edge on your phone, you can single sign-on into these apps. You just scan a barcode or tap a button, and the wallet of those apps, the encrypted wallet of those apps, automatically gets created client-side in that app, encrypted, and then backed up to your Edge account and it's sandboxed across all the different apps that you may be logging into. So think of the, think of this as the world's only encrypted, private, single sign-on across multiple different apps. We're trying to okay. replace almost like a Google Drive, Google Docs ecosystem of apps that use a shared storage mechanism, which is Google Drive, and a single sign-on, which is your, your Google login. Except that, unlike Google, Edge cannot see any of the data and apps still get this data store. And it's integrated right inside of the app. Um, that's where, what we're excited about. I think in five years, you know, we want to assess, we want to amass you know, tens if not hundreds of millions of users and then start to push uh, app developers to create private secure apps because now there's this user base that can easily use them because they don't have to deal with key management. And yeah. fundamentally, we think key management has actually been the biggest barrier to adoption not just of cryptocurrency, but of private, secure, encrypted apps. And if we, if we can solve that for crypto, we can take that same solution and apply it to other applications as well. And we're excited to see that in that five, 10 year time frame.
0: Wow. Yeah, you guys definitely uh, have definitely laid out uh, your, your long term plan for sure. So yep. what, is the, uh, what is the current user base size of, uh, of the people using Edge right now? So, accounts-wise, we've created just shy of uh, a million accounts on the
1: platform, and wow. user base-wise, you know, we're, we're accumulating several hundred a day. We've got, you know, tens of thousands active, you know, a week and per month. Um, sometimes it spikes well above that, and you know, big ramp-ups of price and that spikes up. Sometimes hitting almost hundred K uh, active in a month. But uh, I think we still got plenty of room to grow in um, the cryptocurrency space. So, you know, when things spike, we see huge growth. We saw huge growth in in AirBits back in 2017 and that's when our entire company was fully heads down on building edge. We did almost no marketing, barely any communication, didn't go to conferences, yet we still saw a 10x spike in an app that didn't even fit the market, like the whole 2017 market was about new protocols, tokens and whatnot, yet our old app was just pure Bitcoin. Now we've got a great app that fits the market, that has a bunch of partners, covers Uh, the functionality that people want with exchange functionality and it's definitely primed for the next bull run.
0: Wow yeah absolutely Um, so I I met your team originally at Futurist Uh, are there any other events that are coming up soon or that you guys are planning to attend uh, next year that we should be looking looking out for you for?
1: Actually practically next week so um, in kind of closing out the the year, we will be, or at least I'm going to be over at Blockland Cleveland. So it's an annual blockchain cryptocurrency conference. Uh, it's the second year running and had great attendance last year. Had sponsors awesome. from major enterprise companies. I mean, not, I don't know if Microsoft sponsored, but companies that size, you know, were, were sponsors, you know, Deloitte type sponsors. Um, and the second time running, you know, I've been invited to speak. That's going to be early December. I believe it's going to be like the ninth and 10th. Immediately after that, one of the most popular conferences around the world, Bitcoin, the Latin American Bitcoin conferences conference is happening on the 11th and 12th, or it's 12th and 13th of December. That's going to be in Ur- Montevideo, Uruguay, uh, down south. They rotate which country in Latin America it is every year. So this year, it's in Uruguay. I'll be headed there and I'll be speaking uh, as well there. And then there's a couple of meetups while I'm down in South America. I'm going to visit Brazil and head to Porto Alegre. There's a, a great community there that drives crypto adoption and they've got regular meetups um as well as stopping through São paulo on the way home for another meetup and so that they're hosting so that i could present and a few other projects are presenting as well uh going to You
0: have a packed schedule for sure
1: that's packed about a week and a, a week and a day uh of a pretty packed schedule all of that is happening in the course of about a week you know eight nine days wow. and whatnot and then you know we're we're kind of chilling a little bit for the holidays uh, we haven't really planned out the schedule for next year yet. There's a good chance at least some of us would head over to the the North American Bitcoin Conference in Miami. We've attended that easily the past several years. It's, it's generally been a pretty good conference, and Molev the organizer is one of the you know long-standing conference organizers in the in the Bitcoin cryptocurrency space. So hats off to him for sticking around and throwing good events. So, but after that, we'll see. We'll see what kind of what crosses our path and what lines up with you know potentially some announcements that we've got.
0: Yeah, so I mean, if anything, everyone should be uh, watching because you guys are clearly doing a lot. Um, yeah. So where can people go to learn more about Edge and uh, where who like what uh, what handle can they follow on say Twitter or uh, any other Not preferred it. socials you'd like to share?
1: Yeah. So the best best place to find out and get any links to all of our other social media sites is just simply our website, which is super simple: edge.app can't get any simpler than that. So edge.app. And from there, you can get to our Twitter page, which is at Edge Wallet. And that covers obviously a lot of the news that we'll put out. And then of course, we have a YouTube page, like I'd mentioned, we do a live Q&A every Friday at 12pm Pacific time. Uh, you can go and ask questions live from us or just ask us stuff on Twitter. And we'll try to post answers to them during the week. And a lot of people do ask questions about our Our architecture, like, hey, you know, this private key management is definitely different than what most people see. How does that work? We're happy to answer that as well as, you know, upcoming changes to the protocols that we support. You know, Monero is about to go through a hard fork and so is Ethereum. We'll get those kind of questions pretty frequently. And so, yeah, fire away and let us know what you've, uh, what's on your mind and we'll try to get that covered. But edge.app, best place to find us. And uh, you can find us from there across different social media
0: sites. Awesome. And um, is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience before we uh, end this off?
1: I think that's it. Other than that, uh, give Edge a try and send us feedback. You know, uh, buy, sell, and trade. Uh, you know, whether or not you think we're in uh, a bear market or slowly climbing out of it, there's probably someone that you know that is looking to get into crypto, and it's it's always a generally pretty good time. And I think we're a pretty good product for that. So uh, recommend to a friend.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, people should uh, definitely check it out and, you know, see for yourself how easy it is to use and all the benefits and and again if they have any questions, they can always jump in on on a Friday and ask some questions for your for your live Back. Q&A. So, you know, you, you guys are clearly v- very available to people for that, so that's really awesome. And uh, I just like to thank you again for coming on and this was really great. I think it'll uh show uh, it'll kind of highlight a lot of the benefits and different Uh, opportunities people have if they start using edge so i think it'll be really great for my audience and i appreciate you coming on
1: hey thanks for having me appreciate it scott
0: absolutely cheers